0: be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see you are not alone, you at least got me. We are more alike than you may know, but if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't so ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Listen to others just to be aware All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through Just because they look happy doesn't make it true Hopefully this podcast will help you see You are not alone, you at least got me We are more alike than you may know But if we stay quiet, we will never grow Don't ever give up because you got this If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm your host, Danielle Boer. Woohoo! I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for joining. Thanks for watching now and thanks for listening. And thanks for bearing with me. You guys know I always do like 500 things, so I'm trying to balance everything. (laughs) So I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited about today's guest. We've actually been talking for like I don't know, like a month or so, I don't know, (laughs) trying to schedule this interview. So I'm really excited about it because her story is so amazing and inspiring. So I was like, I have to talk to her. Now, um, Stephanie Romeo is a burn survivor who has turned the most painful and terrifying experience of her life into a powerful gift to help uh, and inspire others. She's now going to be an author soon. Woohoo! A published author, author soon, and a life coach. She is a, a life coach right now, and she uses her experiences to help others um, get past their scars and their trauma. So, Stephanie, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for having me here. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: I'm excited. And so um, I'm excited because when I interview somebody from a different country, I say that I'm talking to the future. So because <laughs> you're ahead oh. in time. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, true, true. Welcome from the future. No, I'm just thank you. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So let's just get uh, into it. So I was reading your bio and um, you said that you're, you were kind of um not accepted so before your accident so i was just wondering how was your childhood and why do you say that you were not accepted for who you were before your accident
1: mm. yeah especially it's um especially as a little girl actually i grew up with uh, in a family where they expected uh, a boy it's very classic actually as a as a story but um what we don't expect is that a mum tells the story about, oh, I wanted a, a boy, and uh, I, I was um, waiting for everybody would say to me that you already have a girl, so next one is a boy, and and uh, and when you were born, I cried because you were a girl. But, okay, <laughs> and oh um, and I was, I'm. Um, I think I have. And I have healed that, actually. Like, I was pretty hypersensitive. So, everything... um, Well, I think it can hurt anyone, actually. We we all want to be accepted for who we are. And um, uh, I was a lively little girl. So, I was not the boy, but I was lively. But I was, like, maybe too lively. And uh, and it's like my my dad was suffering from some... um, uh, rheumatism, like very painful, like chronic disease, could not stand my mm-hmm. curiosity and my ideas and all the things that I wanted to do. And so I was told um, things that you shouldn't say to, to kids, um, like, um, you're weird, you're special, but like not in a very nice way. And uh I felt out of place. Like I can't be myself because if I'm myself, I'm I bother. And yet, I did my best to, to. I mean, I can't help be who I am, and <laughs> and and you have to embrace it. Otherwise, you're in trouble. But it's, um, uh, yeah, it was it was painful. It's painful to to hear things that you, you build yourself with that and, um, and then you have to work as an adult to pass it, like to get over it and to understand where it comes from, where it comes from from your mom, where it comes from from your, from your dad and then to like to clean this because this is like a pattern of mine, like I need to, to be very aware and to work on this like constantly because otherwise I feel like rejected but I'm aware of that and that changes everything because of the work I do now as a life coach and all the knowledge that I have. And um, yeah, so beyond, beyond, uh, beyond this uh, experience as a, as a child, then there was like much later this experience as uh, the accident I had and that uh, turned my life upside down.
0: Yeah, well, first of all, I'm so sorry that that was said to you. And, you know, every culture and every um, country, ethnicity, everything, they have different expectations. And, you know, look at China. They weren't even having girls like girls were forbidden for a lot. It's just I don't know. So I'm very sorry that that those things were said to you. But you're amazing. And you know that now. And you're beautiful. And it's great that you were a lively little girl because look at all the personality you have and now you're helping people. So that's fantastic. But um, when was your accident? Like what year was your accident? And can you explain like what happened that day? What was your accident? Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. So it was in, uh, it was seven years ago now. And uh, I was, um, what happened that day is that I was meeting a a friend at a, at a restaurant on a beautiful beach of, uh, of France, one of the most beautiful beaches of France. And it was during summertime. I was working, but it was a friend also. So anyway, uh, people were on vacation and enjoying their time. And uh, what happened is that we went to this place where we, we were supposed to go somewhere else, but to, it was late, so we were turned away. And then and we were turned away twice, even when we went to this place, they said, We this is full, we can't you can't we can't have you here. But then the waiter came back and said, Please you can join if you are okay to help yourself at the buffet. So we said fine. So we went there and when it was time to go and get some food, um like Well, it's okay to get straightforward. straight forward, like the buffet exploded just in front of me. Yeah. And um, so it was uh, like the dishes were were up in the air and I felt some uh, projections on my body, like on my thighs, first of all. And uh, and when I looked, it was like, (laughs) I had spots like patch uh, of raw skin. And my, this is what, this happened like in slow motion. And you, I was feeling like my brain was telling myself, like, it was telling me like, it's, it's cool. It's very cool. It's very, very cool, but everything is fine. But at the same time, you're, you're like, no, this is something is going wrong. And then the pain came. And then I don't know what I did with the plate I was with, but anyway, I, I remember the scream I, I had and like terrifying when sometimes I think, it happens that I think of it, but now I'm not terrified anymore. I just think of it and I don't, it's a process. I mean, that's something I teach also to process things. Um, And um, so I, I, and then what happened is that I done, some people like this, it was like something was, something more was happening because I felt like some people were, having my hands over me, I didn't understand because I had so much confusion. But I realized that I had fire on me, my, the, the fireball had ignited my top and the fire was on, my, on me. So when I put my head down and I saw the flames and I, and I thought, well, I thought of my dad because my dad died in the crash of his plane 20 years ago now. It was the 13 years when, at the time of the accident and he died and uh, he was trapped with the fire. So mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to die. Uh, uh, I mean, we would probably not that die, died. I uh, <laughs> would have been saved. Even if having, uh, in, um, when you're burned, it's like the skin is the, um, the protection for, it's like a barrier. For infection. So when you are burnt, then you need to, mm-hmm. like severely burnt, you need to go to a special unit and in sterile rooms and uh, be protected. So you potentially, this is, this is uh, bad stuff to be burnt. And, um, and um, so to go back to the, to, to the moment of the accident, so I was terrified, but somebody t- tore off my top, I think you can say, and there was no fire. So I think I, wa- I thought at mm-hmm. this point that I was safe safe because there was no fire but then i realized so i was like petrified seeing like my hands over me like i was and i was horrified of course by what i was seeing like uh, like it was like a horror movie like in the pain you can't even describe the pain you're begging for water and it seems that everything takes so much time so long to come and i was in, I was um, standing there, and it seems like nothing happened, but there was some confusion. I guess They were trying to extinguish the fire somewhere and Then I felt that my shorts were burning because they were soaked with the fuel, and actually there was no flame, but it was burning on me and At this point, I thought that I would lose the, uh, my hands because I would need to I knew that nobody would help me to get rid of my shorts like it's like an An intimate thing to do, like, and uh, and I think people didn't understand what what was happening because I had so much tears in my mouth and it was like, and so I did. I had to tear to put my my shorts down so they burnt on the floor, and I I was there like in the middle of the restaurant, in my panties and horrified. And at this point, I knew that things will never be the same. I knew that. And it never, it never went the same way, actually. I I changed my life um, almost completely after that. Wow. Yes. (laughs) But it's over now. I mean, I go as I say to, as I say to my clients, we never go to the past unless it is necessary to tell a story, to inspire maybe because it can help. Unless you are working to work, to solve something, or unless it feels good and it makes you feel joyful. Otherwise, the lessons are learned. You don't have to yeah. go back to the past. So this is a special situation
0: where I talk about it. And uh, and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking about it. Um, woo, me, woo, well, so. Wow. <laughs> so, so shocking <laughs> and. The, the fact that you were the only one uh, injured mm-hmm. and um, the fact that you are just in so much pain. And like you said, the fire was gone. So nobody knew how much pain you were feeling at that time because they feel like they fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I just want to say how proud I am of you to... You know, the fact that you're using this to help people is a beautiful thing. And the fact that you don't relive that horrifying, like you don't feel that anymore um, when you talk about it because you've learned how to get past that. And that's why you're a life coach. Um, It's so important. And I want to say, I'm sorry it happened, but your life has became so much amazing, you know, like has changed so much for the better um, now. So that when people have been in your situations and they say, well, I'm not sorry that it happened because look at all the, the outcome that's good from it, even though you have, you were very hurt and I can't even, I can't imagine I'm a nurse and um, I have friends that worked in the burn unit. I could not do it. I could not do it emotionally. I could not do it. Because it is some of the most intense pain, like you said, mm-hmm. and there's only so much you can do. And when you have to change the dressings and everything, it is horrendous. And they're going through hell at that time. And hey. I don't like to cause pain on people. So mm-hmm. I would feel so guilty, even though I'm helping, mm-hmm. I would feel so bad that I'm hurting. But yeah. um, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you and that you're so strong and that I'm so glad that people did help you in any capacity that they could, that they were there for you to try to, to help you. Um, and what, so, wow. How much of your body was burned? You know, they have like third degree mm-hmm. and all this stuff degree, like yes. what? how much was burnt? And then so what, how long were you in the hospital? Mm-hmm. So I was like 20 percent.
1: Sorry, 20% of the body and it's like uh, my, my hands, my thighs, my stomach and my arms. And um, I had skin grafts, mm. but only on my, actually they, I don't know if the prayer worked or because they were surprised, they thought they would put like skin grafts on my hands, but they didn't need to and they, um, or my stomach, but they didn't have to. So I had skin grafts on my thighs and on my arm and... Um, that's uh i mean the you were talking about uh, so we do not wish anyone or even if life is better than it was before so this is what we do because it has happened it's yeah. like a, it's like a kind of duty it you have you have been through like hair so now it's like your duty to make your life even better like if, if, if like it uh, you would you want to turn it into a powerful experience to make your life better, and because we actually we are forced to grow right. because when things go well where well, we don't ask ourselves many questions we're just feeling well and we don't ask ourselves why but when we are in trouble then we want to um, we want to get out of the, of the misery. And this is where we find the solution. So it's an opportunity to find solutions. But what we don't want, and it's why I stayed for a while. It's like for me there was like no solutions. I felt trapped, and especially because, as you said, I was uh, I was the only one. So I wondered like, and the circumstances. Even there was this man who wanted me to go first, like at the buffet, <laughs> and all the circumstances, like I, mm. that was like. So the restaurant was crowded, like all on me, and, and why is my face even safe? I didn't know what, how my face was. I was in so much pain. So I remember I asked like, am I, am I impacted? Because I was feeling the pain like everywhere, even if it was mainly on my, my hands, stomach and thighs. And um, uh, you, you, then you have to like connect the dots and and. and but it didn't make, didn't make sense or it makes sense, but you're, you're very, very confused. And I stayed in confusion for, for a while and in the guilt. Also, I told myself terrible stories that I was uh, I was guilty and this, and, and but what I was confused about it was, why did I have to leave what, or to experience the pain? My dad had probably gone through. Uh, why? Uh, why did I have to know how much a human body has to suffer? Because as I said, I was very, I was a an hypersensitive little girl and I, I've always been obsessed about why, um, why is there it? so much suffering, like physical suffering in the world and even how people can be mean to other people. How is it possible that people torture other people? How is it possible? Yeah. And... My the trauma I went through actually healed this trauma of not knowing. I have my answers now, and that changes everything. So I can say also that my hypersensitivity is uh, healed because what I understand is that we are all um, we are victims as human beings. (laughs) So (laughs) we are victims of being human. We are first. We have a human body with pain receptors. We are victims also because we have a brain and because this brain, so it's an amazing tool, but we, most of the time we live, we have unconscious thoughts and these unconscious thoughts that we are not aware of, they run our lives. They make us feel feelings and then make us take action and these actions that we make might regret or that might have consequences. And, and we don't, we are not even aware of what we do. So, most of the time, the actions we take, we think it's for a reason. It's like basic. Oh, I do that because I like that. But most of the time, it's m- much like further than that. And so we are um, victims of having this brain and being most of the time unconscious. So what I ma- what my point is that, that um, how people can torture other? Well, because they are unconscious. Because if they if they were conscious of what trigger their behavior they wouldn't do it it's like there is you know because i have lived through the like like hell like uh, so the pain the amount of pain during the accident was enormous i mean i can't but i can't i can't describe the pain i had at the hospital because of an incident i wasn't properly anesthetized and I, and i lived what Unfortunately, some mm. people who are not anesthetized live when they are, when they they are with a change of uh, bandages are made and things like that. that is, this is torture. Actually, this is, and, and going through such uh, this amount of pain, I, I mean, it made me realize that oh, okay, so this if this hell exists then it means that, yeah, something exists like on the opposite side because there's always two sides, always. Uh, so there is a space of light, beauty and love and like something that like knowledge and which is, which is at the opposite of the, the darkest of the darkest of the darkest that I went through. I can't describe it. So, um, I mean, the, the, the goal now, I think the goal is not to be happy all of the time. We know that it's not possible, but it's not even, it's not even like reasonable to look for it, okay? I think what can be reasonable, but we don't want to make it. Like, oh, I must be like peaceful, and it's like yeah, find the peace, but not at all price. Or you know, <laughs> we have to be very gentle with ourselves and be, and recognize how how hard it is to be human. It's hard. It's beautiful, and it's also hard by our own uh, by our own constitution. We are human beings. And we are all living the same stuff. With the, the, we, have, we have common um, things in common. Okay, we have our bodies. We all work the same ways. We, we feel, we, okay, we, we, we know the physiology of, of uh, everybody's body. But, I mean, even with the, the way our brains work, I mean, the, we have something in common. The, the thoughts, so it's always thoughts triggering how we behave. And the want that everybody has, and even if they say, no, this is not true, no, you do have it. Like, we're going to dig and you're going to find it. It's, I want to be loved, but I'm not worthy, and I'm not, I am not know if I'm worthy of being loved. And so it creates all the fees. And then we talk about ego. And so I make it very simple, actually, with my clients. I like simplicity. And it's, I don't talk about ego and stuff. I always talk about sentences in your mind. They create everything. And if we nail uh, down, I think we say, or point out, or, <laughs> if we get the thought, if we get the sentence in your mind that triggers all the feelings and maybe all the thoughts and maybe feelings and thoughts and feelings and actions, and then you do that, okay, we, we have it. Okay. So, um, healing from trauma, first of all, you need to think that, yes. Maybe you are even healed. Maybe that's normal that you have you have thoughts and they are painful. Yes, that's normal. We come down. (laughs) We need to accept where we are. And I mean the the the, I'm I'm, um, I mean the work I I do is it makes sense to the pain I left uh, I felt sorry and the the it was such like so big that of course it has to be big what I'm doing now. I need to, with my processes that I've developed, very simple, um, but efficient, <laughs> simple and efficient, um, you change life and people turn their, their bad experiences into some like a powerful, um, I don't want I don't to say asset, but something powerful for them. And, um, and then, because, because, that's what we that's what that's why we lead this kind of stuff to to make our lives more better and other people's lives better also by inspiring them and promoting love i mean that was the, one of the main message i got when from the experience when i was at the hospital and when i saw like all the people who were here to help me and like love is the most important thing on Love, love is the most important. I mean, as I said, it's very simple. It's, it's written everywhere, it, through ages. Uh, but for some reasons, we like discovering again, again, and again. And it's not for some reasons, it's just the way we are wired. We forget what we know all the time. We, it's like even what we teach, what I teach, it has to be an intentional work because otherwise we do forget. It's like we, we forget to wash our bodies. Um, and if we forget that, we will be reminded that, oh, something is wrong. <laughs> but it's the same with the brain. We have to be intentional and we, are, we have to clean our brains. It's like, so what it means is that we need to be aware of what we think. And when I take this analogy with the body, like if you don't wash your body, then there's some I mean, there will be some smells, but something is going to happen. So this is your negative feelings. Negative feelings, it's like it's like I'm telling you, like, oh, something is going wrong. But we don't interpret negative feelings this way most of the time. We don't, we, we're not thinking, we are not, and it's not because uh, we are, we're not capable. It's not because we haven't been educated. Nobody taught us how our brain works nobody taught us. We just think that we feel bad because the weather is all so dark and so, but it's not. It's not how it works. So we need knowledge, but it has to be simple, and it is simple, but we need to have it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, true. So you just just said a lot, but (laughs) yeah, so yeah, you're right. Like... No, no, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, for me (coughs) to respond. I'm like, there's so much I can respond to. I didn't mean it like that. But yeah, no, that's great. So I I agree with you, because, you know, since I started doing this podcast, it has helped me so much, because I talk about my own stories and my own trauma. And so I was a guest on a podcast, and she read my bio out loud, and I started crying and she said, how does that make you feel? And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, it's like, I didn't realize that I, excuse me, went through all that stuff, but I know I did, but like hearing it out loud, I was like, holy shnikes, like, wow. And so you're right. You have to, you have to sometimes be taught how to think like we, we always have choices, right? So like in your instance, you're wow. I I'm just very impressed by you, but we can go in a situation and come out and it could be the most horrible situation. And we can look at it two different ways. We can say, woe is me. And, and that's okay to do for a while. I think you have to initially, you have to process it. Right. So nobody's just going to come out of a horrible situation and be like, everything's fine. And that's kind of like denial, but You have to process it first, go through your stages, and then once you get past it and you, you think of it and you process it, you're like, okay, what? what is the purpose of this? Now you have to spread your word to others. You have to help others. That's exactly how I feel too. And I'm so glad you're doing that because I'm starting, I'm almost done actually with my forgiveness life coaching certificate. And taking that class myself, I was like, holy moly, Um, because the biggest person you have to forgive is yourself most of the time and for our choices and for our actions or things that we didn't do or, you know, stuff like that. So that's amazing that you said, and I did not mean it like that. I would love, you know, keep talking, but I mean, just like, that's a lot. I was trying to respond, like, which things should I respond on? But um. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. And it's it's such a beautiful thing that when people, when we do share our stories, it's to inspire others, like you said, to help others and to say, look, you're not going to be in the darkness forever. You're going to get out of it. You're going to be okay. Right? And so, and even with you, you have physical scars. And a lot of ours are internal, emotional, you know, like we can't see them And so yours being physical is a reminder. You can look down and see, you know, your body um, has changed. But with those, you take those and you internalize them and you use them for for good. And um, I love that you said that it helps you with your father like you thought of him. And that's very sad to think like he was feeling that. And and I'm so I'm so sorry that happened to him. Um, that's very heartbreaking. The pain I I'm just anytime somebody passes away, you just hope that they don't. You don't want them to pass away, but you want them not to be in pain. You know, you just you hope that they didn't suffer. Um, my brother died in a way different way, and I talk about this as one of my traumatic situations. But uh, he was 26 years old, and he committed suicide, and um, by a gun. And so, um, he lived for a little bit in the hospital and that's always something that bothered me was like, I hope he was not in pain for that time, whatever time it was, you know? And so, um, and you know, that's, that's something that you think of, but can I ask you this? Did you have any like association with like were you scared, because um, I know you go to United States, France, everywhere, different countries. Were you scared of airplanes when your father passed away in the plane? Or no, well, let me say something. At, when I turned 30, I decided to
1: learn how to skydive. <laughs> and the place where I felt wow. uh, not safe at all was the plane actually. So I was, was like, okay, I need to get <laughs> to go out of this plane and jump. In the air with a bag in my on my back with my wings on my in my back, uh, so that can be like paradoxical. But I paradoxical is it? Is that a word? <laughs> is that a word? Paradoxical? Yeah, word. <laughs> paradoxical. <Okay. laughs> <It's a
0: weird. laughs> I think so. Uh, but I'm, if I'm not, new you new made new.
1: it up, <laughs> <laughs> so, and you understand. So that's cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean. Being in a plane or being in a car or being anywhere is not safe. Being human is not safe. But we don't want to think of it. Like, we don't know. Like, we think, we imagine that in one hour we'll be alive. Who knows? You and I, I mean, who knows? But we we think we will because otherwise we wouldn't be talking here. We'll probably be with our our loved ones. But uh, so it means that we just can't think of the things. I mean, we need to be intentional and think of the things that, some things they don't serve us and the my i uh learning how to fly it was because i've always been fascinated by the sky and maybe i had this same passion because my dad was a uh, he, he was passionate passionate by the sky i mean he was a um, a flyer he's mm-hmm. not a flyer <laughs> it was he was a pilot i mean he was a pilot a pilot, a, a pilot. Yeah. yes yes uh, he, he built his planes and uh, he piloted them. Yeah, say so that. Okay, and um, <laughs> and I. So that's, that's okay. I just I think it's just uncomfortable now to, to fly long distance. And <laughs> my son is in Australia, and I'm like, okay, are you going to Australia? That's so long. But I'm okay oh, with yeah. flying yes i'm I'm uh, okay to redirect my brain wherever i want to i don't want okay this is this is the thing, and especially for people who have lived terrible things i don't want and and especially for sometimes we can be impeded like physically and then we can't do physically we can't do something because maybe we have been amputated or something so this is Something that I don't want for people, like to be impeded by their own brain, because they think they think uh, sentences that are always optional. They think thoughts that prevent them from doing what they want the most. So I'm going to coach myself. Actually, if if what I want is to go and see my son, I'm going to coach myself and be okay with traveling 25 hours, sitting like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to convince myself. That's okay. I can do that. <laughs> I, I I want to be intentional. Oh. Yes, I don't want to be. <laughs> but my brains prevent me from doing uh, what needs to be done. Like in my heart, what I want, what I feel like doing. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. So first of all, I would just like to announce that. I would not be comfortable on a plane that long because I'm scared. of it. So, and I don't have any association. Like I have no reason to be other than I do not like the feeling of turbulence. Like it scares me. So I was, when I was a little child, we lived in Germany a couple of times. So we would fly back and forth from Germany and, um, I would get sick. I would vomit every single trip. And so I think that in my mind is something that I'm like, nope. And so as an adult, I flew literally an hour and a half from Maryland to Ohio for management training. I was a restaurant manager and I got sick even in that little bit of time. And I was like, why? Um, But you can look at it different. So instead of me preparing myself, because when I was a child, I don't know anything, but my dad have the same thing. And so we have inner ear issues. And I didn't know that he, he was, he's half deaf in one ear, but I have ear issues, but I didn't know till I was a little bit older. And that's, what's probably making me sick is the equilibrium. And like, it's all my balance is off. So now as now that I know this and I'm aware, I can use those patches to help me, or I can do something like that. I can take a medicine. So once you, like you said, if you have the knowledge then we can help ourselves even like coaching yourself, right? You can help yourself or others to work through that and, and process it and, and make it make sense, right? So that does make sense. You just helped me. I just thought of that right now. So if I go to fly, I need to prepare myself. If I am aware that the situation might be me getting sick well not why not help prevent it don't be don't just not fly somewhere because you might get sick but honestly we when we go on vacations we just drive because we're close to Florida South Carolina so we drive to those places so it's not like I'm just like I'm never gonna fly I just we just didn't we don't have to so that's why but um so your life coaching, first of all, it sounds amazing because you're already coaching us right now, which I love. Uh, so what is your, your life coaching business called?
1: What's my name? Stephanie Romeo.
0: Coaching. Stephanie Romeo. My,
1: my okay. website is Stephanie Romeo. Like, and it goes make it simple.
0: <laughs> That's right. You said that. <laughs> See, I must not like simple stuff because all of my names and my emails are like twenty like <laughs> so long. People are like, What's your email? And I'm like, da 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 and they're like, Jeesh, like, come on. Like <laughs> But nothing, yeah, maybe I don't like keeping it simple. But that's a good point. When I start getting clients, I'm gonna take that from you and use that. Because you're right, it has to be simple. Because I have um, probably have ADHD, like I said before. Mm-hmm. So I always cool. talk about this. I haven't been diagnosed, but I know that I have it. Um, mm-hmm. And my son had it. But anyway, well, he has ADHD. So I, um, it's hard for me. Simple stuff is hard for me. But mm-hmm. complex stuff is easier for me, which doesn't make sense uh, to some people. But it does to me. So this, is, this process, again, when I start mine, is going to help me because... I have to keep it simple for other people so they understand because they don't understand my like (laughs) minus like wheel wheel you know um go ahead sorry I, I listened to your podcast about
1: ADHD and I found it fascinating and you know I haven't some of my friends told me that oh you probably have ADHD and I've I've never been diagnosed, actually. And it's especially because my brain, as I said, it goes also with hypersensitivity and all the... Uh, I mean, I'm overthinking all yeah. the time. And, and um, it's because, because it's, I tend to complicate things. I intentionally, again, I want to make it simple, easy and simple, easy and simple. Otherwise, I mean, if I let my brain go, I mean, it goes like I'm all over the place. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. And you go into confusion. Right. And, then and, you... Yeah. and you go to the, on to the opposite direction. It, that's the
0: thing. Yeah. Hmm. Unf- yeah, absolutely. Like it's hard to, to complete a goal when you have so much on your mind or you just jump from one thing to another, which is what I do. Um, so today or tomorrow, there are my days off. So I'm going to complete two things that I need to complete. One was something I was supposed to complete months ago and I started working on it again. And once I complete it, I'm going to be so proud of myself, uh, because it was a big thing for me, but yeah, so that's absolutely, you have to, and that's the thing with writing down. I'm sure you do that in your coaching write things down because then it's the reality of oh wow so me I've always said my whole life since I was a kid I do not know why I do this I have so much to do it could be two things but in my mind it's like a million things so unless it's in front of my face yeah I'm like every day I'm like I have so much to do I have so much to do and then then my boyfriend's like what do you have to do and I'll say it and he's like that's not that much. <laughs> just just do it. But but yeah, unless you write it down and you see the reality of it, and you're like, whoa. Or if we have negative thoughts, we don't even think sometimes they're that negative until you write it down, you read it out loud, you're like, Oh my gosh, like that's not good. You know, like I shouldn't think that. And so um yeah, so I'm so glad you're teaching people those those skills that you learned and it's so important. Like you said, to be a positive impact, to, to be an inspiration, to say, if I can get through not only emotional scars that you've been through, uh, emotional things that you've been through, but to get through physical pain, oh my gosh, um, and to challenge that to that energy for good and to help people get through their physical or emotional or mental or whatever it is uh, Scars or traumas Because if we hold on to them It can eat us alive I mean the darkness, the negativity can just Really, your life could have been the opposite way Right? If you didn't think of it in a in a positive way mm-hmm. And I did want to ask you that How long after the accident Did you start to see yourself as a survivor and not a victim? Well the term
1: survivor is um from like the U.S. because in French we don't talk this way. We we even say and I and I, I don't ah. like that. They say uh, "les brûlés," like the burned, like the, you put the label like burned, burned people. And I, I mean, we just the skin has been burned. We, we are burned people, people who have been through burns, not. Uh, so it's burn survival. It's a term that is used in the U.S. and that I picked. And uh, okay. it's when I, I started to, yes, like, like when things started to make sense, when I found coaching, actually, because before finding coaching, I went through techniques. Uh, I saw a psychiatrist uh, and uh, several. And uh, I went through, well, techniques back to work through, for people, but that didn't work for me. And what worked, what clicked, was just coaching and sentences, a few sentences, like but Oh, that grabbed my, my attention. And that's why I and I wondered why why my I mean, do my psycho psychiatrist does he know that? <laughs> did he know that? Why did he tell me? <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> I mean, I can't say maybe. <laughs> maybe I wasn't ready for the truth, also. Maybe I wasn't ready for it. It was so much to unravel. There was uh, uh, because for for a long time I thought that if I was uh, myself, and it and it refers to like we go back to the, the first. Um, uh, what we said at the beginning of the call, like uh, uh, I was not accepted for who I was, so I'm not good the way I am. If I am myself, I'm going to be punished. Like it's it's wrong to be myself. So it's, it's like I told myself that, oh, I got burned. I was the only one. Uh, it's because I was bad. So I can't be myself. If I'm myself, if I am too joyful, if I am too happy, it's going to happen again. I'm going to be burned again. I'm going to go through hell again. So there was a part of me who who maybe didn't want to heal properly. It's possible. Um like it prevented me from maybe get what the psychiatrist said to me if he told me. Like, you know that your thoughts, it feels very true. The story you tell me, you but it's all it's all it's only thoughts that the thoughts they are not the truth. It feels true, Stephanie, it feels really, really true. I know you believe it. But I need to tell you something. They are, you don't have to think them, you don't have to believe them. Your brain is just a thinker and it doesn't care about what it thinks. It thinks. And if you think, like if you're like, okay, take me, I take this thought, okay, and I think it, it's going to give you more of this thought. So it's like you go to the restaurant and you don't like spinach, but there's spinach. like, And you can say, no, I don't like that. Please, uh, I will go and see... Can I, can I have a menu? And pick what you want. But if you go for the spinach, maybe the next day, the waiter will take you, will bring you spinach and then you will have spinach and spinach and spinach. Ugh, it makes me sick. And then you don't know why. But it's just that, oh, you had the choice. Did you know that you had the choice to order broccoli? Broccoli's? <laughs> it's better. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, we have a choice and this is uh, something that, uh, and, and, and also the other, the other thing is that, well, your thoughts, okay, they create your feelings. Oh, my thoughts create my feelings, okay. Okay, maybe that sounds obvious, but for me it wasn't. And it's, um, and I mean, knowing how things work and to put it like in a very simple way and in like a kind of model, like, okay, if this happens, this happens, this happens, oh, and then it confirms the initial thought, oh, and then you think it's the truth, it makes it more true, because it confirms that it's because you had spinach in the first place, <laughs> oh okay, okay, then i'm I'm really going to decide not to <laughs> eat spinach anymore, but you that's that's why there is uh yes knowledge and awareness that are involved and self-love because because you you want to you are willing to love yourself you don't want to make yourself sick so then you're going to say no to spinach and choose something else again instead (laughs) that makes sense yeah
0: well it's important to set boundaries like you said And to speak up for yourself. So that's a really great analogy. So how long have you been doing um, life coaching? When did you start? Yeah, a couple of years now, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So what advice do you have for anyone that's living with scars or has survived trauma? Mm -hmm. Well,
1: so first of all, if they have survived um, they, it's, um, they are meant to be here and they are meant to be here and do something with their life. They haven't been punished. They, we can say they have been chosen and you want to turn it, so you want to turn it and you want to get the tools and there are solutions and you've got to find your solution. Coaching can be one of the things, but there is a path for you. It's not like, oh, it's blocked and it doesn't serve anything. No, it's, um, uh, you can turn it. It can become As I, for me, it's like, that was the most awful experience, but it's also like the best experience, even if I can't wish, to go through it, of course. I would never do that to my past self. Like you don't wish anybody to go through what I went through, but I did went through it. So now what do I do with it? We want to be present focused and future focused. And so, of course we need to heal, but there are tools for that, so. Learning how to love oneself, and it's awesome. a, a bunch of actions, it's a bunch of things. It's a uh, it's uh, it, it's key, and it's actions actually to take. It's, um, I mean, we can do it. Yes, that's what I would say.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> About... That's wonderful. That's wonderful advice, though, because we're all beautiful in whatever way, right? We're all human beings and we all deserve to be loved and we're all important and you know no matter what we've been through like you said we are not in it right now we made it out of that situation so Mm -hmm. that's really great advice i think you're so amazing so strong so beautiful your smile lights up the room you just have the best energy and i'm so glad for your clients that they're um you know lucky blessed enough to have you because you're taking like you said like what well, we've been saying you're taking things that happened to you that um some people would have passed away from, and you survived, and you are making the best of it and and you're just you just seem like you're just so great can't we wait to read your your book and um where can we find you? you said you're you already said your website yeah, have, right uh, yes
1: i have a I website think. which is called stephanieromeo.com and also i'm on uh, facebook and i'm trying like instagram <laughs> i'm learning about that <laughs> and I've, I've just started a series of little videos and uh yes so that people get to get to find me because because it's good because it's amazing because it can change your life so um. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm here for, that's what, that was my path, actually, if I connect the dots, it's what I was, it happened for this, for what I'm doing right now, and it's what I believe,
0: I'm on a mission, <laughs> beautiful, so, yes, that is your mission, right, and that's awesome, it's how awesome it is that we when we find our purpose or what our mission is that's such a uh weight off of our shoulders you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's just wonderful Mm -hmm. so um hey you said you're starting instagram (laughs) instagram is hard uh it's different than facebook and so um wonderful so do you only do remote like I mean do you only do in person life coach or do you do like virtual like over cause, like could you coach somebody in different countries and stuff like that
1: Only only remote actually
0: even if people like in
1: France they oh. even if I have my neighbor I will tell him okay we'll we'll meet on Zoom I work on Zoom I do like 40 okay. um, 45 minute sessions and uh, and when I work with people it's like for 6 months it can be shorter actually but um, it depends. I mean, we need time to implement because it's a, a it's a way of being, and uh, we learn so much things. And then we take day to day life to implement the new the knowledge and the awareness and and the love, and that transforms like that impacts the the all life. So it's transformative. You've been transformed by something that you haven't chosen, like the, the trauma, and then you, you want like to uh, reverse it like in the best thing in the best ways and I think like right now this is the way I work it takes time to implement it and um, and I love the relationship I have with my uh, clients this way and so it's already only uh, uh, remote yes and that's why it allows me to um, awesome. well, to work in with English speaking everybody from like as long as you speak English or French, maybe one day Spanish, but right now it's English
0: or French. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's so cool that you're a bilingual uh, life coach. That's amazing. Well, I know that you um, have to go to actually help someone. Uh, You have an appointment. So I just want to thank you so much, Stephanie. You are amazing. You are such a bright light. You are such an inspiration. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for being the strong, amazing woman that you are today. And um, hopefully, you know, reach out to her. Uh, and she, I know she can help you because she already helped me in this short period of time. So thank you, Stephanie. You have a beautiful, wonderful day. And thank I appreciate you. you coming on. Thank you so much, Daniel, for having me on your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'll talk to you again. I'll keep in touch with you. Yes. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart listening to authentic points of view podcast i hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at view at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart